Hello and welcome to a somewhat sombre MacBytes. As you're all no doubt aware, this week saw the sad passing of Steve Jobs and we'd like to dedicate this somewhat shorter episode to Steve. We're actually recording this on Saturday the 8th of October, a day which marks the fourth anniversary of the very first episode of MacBytes. In fact, several of you have mentioned in emails and messages to us that this episode of MacBytes is number 56, which is of course the age Steve was, so this one's for you, Steve. MacBytes was born out of our local Mac community and a desire to share our passion for all things Apple. Little did we know that in four short years we'd be part of a global Mac community mourning the loss of its inspirational leader. And I really do mean four short years, but wow, what a ride. Just to take you back to October 2007, iPhone 1 had yet to arrive in the UK. You played your music via a click wheel on your iPod and it felt like you were in the future. Uh, Working mobile meant carrying £20 of kit around with you. There was no such thing as a MacBook Air. And the iPad, well... That was just the glint in the eye of a genius back then. I can't actually remember the first time that I heard the name Steve Jobs, but it must have been back in the early 80s as I was working on the cutting edge of technology then, programming my Sinclair Spectrum and getting to use an Apple II at work and later at university as well. I was aware of him, but back then I had no idea what an impact he was going to have on my life. First time I actually heard of Steve Jobs was when he was running Next, I used to read the computer weekly magazines at work. I was aware of Apple and I was aware of Macs um, during my my early working life. But I was, as most people know, brought up in a DOS and a Windows world. And I actually never used a Mac until 2006. I certainly didn't realise what an impact he'd have over the next four or five years and beyond. Um, Certainly see my productivity increase. Uh, I've I've certainly learnt how to work on the road, work mobile. Well, I've had to uh, look at a Windows 2K machine. Uh, it was on a Mac. It was a virtual machine. It's one my father uses. And seriously, I know I joke about Windows. But when I left Windows, I was using Windows 2K and XP. And having spent an hour with it, I seriously don't know how I ever managed to do anything with it at all. I did, of course, do plenty with it, but once you've used a Mac, you do tend to look back and think, I don't know how, and that's really how I feel. I don't know how. And I admire you that you do that on a daily basis at work. You do have to suffer. I do, and the the Mac has given me the opportunity to do things that I've wanted to do, Um, that, that having seen colleagues try and do it at work on a windows machine having tried to do things myself on a windows machine things like video editing audio editing um and and even things like just keeping your calendars up to date on on multiple devices certainly what steve has given us has made it much much easier as the owner of any product you'll probably know what i mean but when i first switched I did evangelise. I evangelised to people because I wish somebody had done it with me sooner. I clearly mixed in the wrong circles. And quite a few people did switch. They did. You uh, Probably about half a dozen at our our local trainers group have switched through your your enthusiasm and your evangelising. Evangelising, I think is the word, isn't it? Yeah. To be honest, I've stopped doing it because (laughs) 
if you're still using Windows these days, you just don't get it. And people can be quite antagonistic. I feel sorry for them that they that they don't that they're not open-minded enough to give it a go. But each to their own, I guess. I didn't have the privilege, of course, of knowing Steve personally, but then he didn't have the privilege of knowing me either. But the thing was, it certainly felt like he did. He always knew what I was going to want before I did. I know exactly what you mean, yeah. It be it software, features of software, and sometimes you'd look at a product and you'd look at some software and you'd say, no, 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 I don't want that. Even something like, I remember looking at iMovie for the first time and being completely horrified. But guess who's using Final Cut Pro 10 now and loving it? <laughs> I'm not saying it's exactly iMovie, but I was horrified. But, you know, we we say it a lot on Mark Bites. Steve was right. Steve knows best. But for me, Steve's enduring legacy is the Mac community. Yeah, and it's a great community to be part of, isn't it? I follow and I'm being followed by about 500 people on Twitter. The majority of them are Mac users. And the thing is, I know that those guys think like me. We all think different. So I know this is pretty short, but it was really just some personal thoughts that we wanted to share with you. Yeah, really just to pay tribute to the man who's changed our lives. Yeah, I'd like to sum it up with, I think we live in the future now. And that's thanks to the, the vision, the drive and the brilliance of one man. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Steve.